Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Friday. It's KHON to go. Now, Hawaii's most accurate weather with Kelly Sinek. Aloha, everybody. Taking a look at our live Zephyr Cam. We've been seeing pretty dry conditions outdoors, at least for the wind or for the Waikiki area that we're looking at right now. But we are expecting passing showers to be ramping up as the day progresses. So grab those umbrellas as you're heading out the door because we have a diminishing cold front that's spreading eastward across the state. And that's going to be bringing the potential not only for rainfall, but potentially even heavy showers, which is what we're seeing right now for the island of Maui. So this cold front continued to approach the state. Behind it, we are going to be seeing the cooler temperatures as well as the return of strong trade winds as a new high fills in from the northwest. But this front sitting pretty much just almost over Oahu now, we're seeing showers along and ahead of the front. And so that's what we're going to have to deal with. As you can see, a lot of cloud cover associated with it as well. That's pretty much statewide now. So all of us waking up to extra cloud cover this morning. But in terms of the rainfall, take a look at what we're seeing. There's plenty of showers associated with this front. And they're coming through for both windward and leeward sections. And because some have been so heavy and consistent for Maui, we do have a flood advisory in effect for portions of the island. But as you can see, Again, it's not just going to stay confined to the windward sections. So right now, that flood advisory for Maui is expected to be lasting with us until 645 this morning. I'll let you know if the National Weather Service extends that, but I believe rainfall was falling at rates of two to three inches per hour. It may have been one to two. I'll double check it right now, but uh, we are seeing some regardless some fairly moderate to heavy showers so that's what we're dealing with right now now take a look as we progress along this future satellite and radar it's mainly just looking like the morning hours that Kauai and Oahu are going to be affected by this and then it pushes down to Maui County Big Island you can see 7 p.m. Big Island still seeing those showers okay yeah the rain was falling at rates from one to two inches per hour so that's why that flood advisory was issued and again that could be sticking around for a few hours so by this evening, though, once that front passes through, we are looking like our trade winds going to be back in full force. Trades here up to about 25 miles an hour, and then we'll also be seeing slightly cooler temperatures. Not much going on on the surf front right now, but that's going to change over the weekend. We'll have details on that coming up. But for today, again, keep those umbrellas on hand, at least for the morning hours. Good news is just in time for the weekend and for our MLK Day holiday, we are going to be looking at dry conditions and trade winds sticking around through it all. New this morning, police have arrested a man who they say allegedly robbed a 7-Eleven store in Salt Lake on Bougainville Drive at Knife Point. It happened on Sunday, shortly before 1.30 in the morning. A 19-year-old man was identified as a suspect yesterday and arrested without incident. He remains in custody, awaiting charges. For the second time this week, a military base is put on lockdown. According to Marine Corps Base Hawaii, a suspicious package was found in the U.S. Marine Corps Forces Pacific Building at Camp Smith yesterday. Personnel in those buildings were evacuated. The package was later deemed to not be a threat, and the all-clear was given later in the afternoon. There are new allegations surfacing accusing a Kamehameha School psychiatrist of sexual abuse. This comes two years after Kamehameha Schools agreed to an $80 million settlement. 32 former students say they were abused by Dr. Robert Brown between 1958 and 1985. Now, new allegations have surfaced. Among them, the alleged victim, Sabrina Cohen, who was 12 years old when she saw Dr. Brown in his office in 1971. I was screaming at him to get away from me. 
and he's like, he starts laughing at me, and he goes, and and you think they're gonna believe you over me? And then he points to all his degrees he has up on the wall and stuff like that. Cohen says that she didn't tell anyone at first, but several years later, she reported it to one of the school counselors and says nothing was done. Cohen adds that she wants people to know that Dr. Brown didn't only target boys, it was girls too. Kamehameha Schools has sent a statement saying, we are sorry for past abuses suffered by Dr. Brown's patients and will continue to uphold our commitment to do what is right for survivors. We have been working and will continue to work on resolving these cases. The statute of limitations expires on April 24th, so attorney Rosenberg is asking other victims to step forward before then. There is a new proposal to get rid of bottle fees. Representative Roy Takumi wants to get rid of the six-cent fee. He says that he's heard from other constituents about the difficulties of transporting recyclables. Takumi says that with blue recycling bins at most homes on Oahu, there's really no need for an additional incentive to recycle. But others say the proposal could have a negative impact on some kupuna. But if you already have a way in which people can conveniently and easily recycle containers, it really begs the question whether there's a continued need to have a redemption program. Some neighbors who it is a way for them to supplement their income, they will ask their neighbors for their bottled waters and recyclables and then they'll go down to the high five to, you know, just get some extra income out of it. Takumi says he hopes this proposal could at least help create new ideas for recycling. The family of a boy who drowned while out on a spring break excursion is filing a lawsuit against Mid-Pacific Institute. Five-year-old Alaric Chu was taking part in the school's spring break program when he and other participants were taken on an unplanned kayaking trip in Ka'ava. The kayak flipped and Chiu and another woman drowned. The lawsuit says there were no life vests and no emergency plan in place. Worse yet, the family says that when the accident happened, Alaric's father had to call the hospital to find out what happened. Like, I am a black Chiu's father. Um, is Alaric okay? And she said, no, he's not. And I said, and I was kind of worried. I was like, is he alive? And I'm sorry, I, uh, he's not. And then I just kind of like collapsed. I told her that um, Alaric isn't, isn't coming home. Um, Alaric died and then she just kind of burst into tears. After the tragedy, the school fired staff members involved with the program and added a position to assure that programs complied with safety standards. When asked for a response to this lawsuit, a spokesperson for Mid-Pacific only said, the school was saddened by Alaric's death. Meanwhile, more legal trouble for Louis Kealoha. The city is now suing the former police chief to get his $250,000 severance back after Kealoha missed the deadline to hand over the money. As always, investigating first reported last fall, the city last demanded that Kealoha pay back the money by December. The new lawsuit also asked Kealoha to pay for attorney fees. Investigators are working to determine the cause of a two-alarm fire in Makiki. Now, it broke out yesterday afternoon on Liholiho Street. When crews arrived, black smoke billowing from the building. 
Fire officials say that the blaze was contained to one unit, and according to EMS, one woman was hurt with her ankle as she was evacuating the building. It's all about ocean safety because there's an effort to cut down on the number of drownings. A bill at the legislature wants to require tour boat operators to have at least one crew member who is lifeguard certified. Right now, there are no laws requiring the crews on small boat tours to be trained in CPR and other life-saving techniques. I think that this would save lives, and we've seen a number of tourist drownings that I think some of which could have been prevented, um, and we'd like to prevent future ones from happening. The same proposal came up last year, but ultimately stalled. Part of the issue was that the Department of Land and Natural Resources, the agency the bill wants to task with adopting the rules and regulations, stated that safety measures should be left up to the Coast Guard. Now, over the next week, election officials will be mailing out over 658,000 postcards to registered voters in the state. It's to raise awareness that this election season will be done all by mail. Now, if you receive a postcard, that means you're properly registered and you will also receive your ballot in the mail approximately 18 days prior to each election. The Office of Elections says that over 769,000 residents are registered to vote, but more than 14% of them are inactive due to outdated addresses. Looking ahead, repaving work is set to begin tomorrow at Kakaako Gateway Park. Crews will start on the Eva side of the main parking lot and end on the Diamond Head area on January 27th. While work is being done, the parking lots will be closed. The project will cost the city about $448,000. The island of Maui could soon be getting a Chick-fil-A. The fast food chain filed for a building permit at a vacant lot near the Pu'unene Shopping Center in Kahului. A company spokesperson says that they're always looking for potential new locations, but could not confirm that a restaurant will open up on Maui. In July of 2018, the company announced plans to open its first restaurant in the state on Oahu. Chick-fil-A is known for its chicken sandwiches and nuggets. Very tasty. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here Monday morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KJON to go.